Welcome to Life, Lessons, and Laughter with your host, Glenn Ambrose. Hey, everybody, welcome to Life, Lessons, and Laughter with Glenn Ambrose, your host, Glenn Ambrose. And now we're inviting in Ben. Hey, everybody. Hey, Ben. Uh, hey, Glenn. So what are we talking about today? Today we are talking about the number one priority, the number one most important thing in the entire universe, the, you know. Money, money. Close, um, source, connection to source. Oh, okay. Nice. Money is a close 40th. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Connection to source. Connection to source. So it's, you know, I was, I actually was out on my bike ride earlier today and I was just kind of, this was kind of the mode I was in this morning, which is kind of uh, a consistent mode, we'll say. <laughs> but for some reason, I was diving into the the mentality of the mode and, um, and I was just kind of getting a little bit more clarity and some thoughts were running through my head. And I said, Hey, maybe that'd be a good podcast topic. And you know, here we are a few hours later. Well, there you go. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So um, why is it, let's break it down. What is connection to source? What is source? Source is our source of everything. And the reason that I use that word is because of, you know, I'll use different words in different situations. Um, And that I think that term is a good term for kind of the why of why this is so important. It's because it's our source of everything. You know, I mean, really what we want out of life. I mean, what, what would we like to experience while we're here? You know, the, the most important things, if you're walking around feeling safe, if you're walking around feeling cared for and loved, if you're feeling peace inside your heart, if you're not consumed by fear and anxiety, so therefore experiencing contentment and peace, like if you're walking through life like that, everything else is good. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, and, and also source. Uh, so, so your source is the source of all those things. And it's also, you know, the source of divine wisdom, um, knowing what to do, uh, you know, f- uh, being in, a, in alignment with your purpose and your passion, knowing what your passion is, having the enthusiasm to chase your passion, like all that comes when you're connected with source. And, you know, we're so object oriented that anything else captures our attention. Anything like, you know, a squirrel, any, absolutely anything other than those things will capture our attention. And we put our attention to anything other than our source And then we wonder why we're struggling around, you know, bumping around through life 
without any clear direction, without feeling safe, without experiencing peace in our heart, without enjoying uh, happiness on a regular basis, without feeling loved. You know, we all want these things, but we don't go to the source of them consistently. We're, we're constantly being distracted by everything else. Like I said, objects and the, and symptoms, you know, it's, it's the way we treat disease around here. You know, it's especially, especially in the West, you know, it's, it's that, you know, treat the symptom, not the actual problem. So we're running around and going like, geez, I don't, I, I don't feel love in my heart. Well, I'm going to go find somebody to bring into my life. So I experience love. It's like, no, that's, that's treating the symptom, not the actual problem. There's a source of unconditional love that's dependable, that is ever present and everywhere. And, you know, like you, you can, you can access that at all times and you can depend on it. So you don't feel lonely. And then when you get into a relationship, you can share that with somebody else, you know, and, and that's just one example of, you know, of the love, but we're, we're always going, well, I'm not happy. So I must need a better job or a nicer house or a different car or, you know, anything, just anything other than connecting to our source of everything. (laughs) It's it's so simple that we overlook it. Yeah. Is that egoic? Yeah, because we're identified with our ego. You know, we're not identified. Like, um, I think it was Beckwith that said this many years ago. Um, he said, if you're... If you are consumed by things that are temporal then you know that you're connected to the ego. The ego is in control. If you're consumed by things that are eternal, then you know you're connected with your soul. And, you know, that's the problem is, is where we're connected with our ego as who we are. We think we are our ego. So whenever our ego says, well, you need a new car, we go, <laughs> right. You're the one in control. You told me I needed a new car. And we think it's us thinking that. It's just a thought form that kicks out, but we think it's us. We go, I want a new car. Why? Because my brain told me I did. Like, no, your ego told you you did. Your ego implied that you would be happier if you got a new car. And with because you didn't second guess it, because you didn't even look at it, question it, because you aren't connected with your eternal, the eternal aspect of yourself, you just believed it. Said, well, okay, I guess I got to get a new car. Let's start looking. Well, makes sense. It was my thought. <laughs> you know? So we have to practice connecting to our source over and over consistently. So we become more identified with things that are eternal, like love, peace, happiness. Those, those are actually eternal qualities. They don't change. They're there ever present all the time. And we can connect to them and then bring them into our life. So then when you buy a new car, you know, like the first time I bought a car that when I wasn't connected to ego was like uh, 15 years ago or something. And I got this, I got this car 
my son was little. I was driving a piece of crap that was starting to break down and I got a brand new car and it was dependable and it was very basic and simple, but it was dependable. And I knew for the next several years as a general, for the most part, I probably wasn't going to have any too many problems with this thing, you know? Um, and if I had a bunch, then you got the lemon law to kind of back you up. So, I mean, I was, I was feeling pretty good about the, the stability of this vehicle. And I felt, I remember five years later driving through the center of town when I was living in, um, Rhode Island, driving through the center and seeing people sitting on a park bench in the cold in the winter waiting for a bus going, oh my God, I am so grateful for this car. And my heart would swell up with gratitude and like take over my whole being of just sheer gratitude for this car. And that was five years later. I felt just about the same amount of gratitude for that car five years later as I did the day I got it. You know, that, and I could see that it was because I didn't get it egoically. I didn't attach. I didn't think I was going to be happier when I got this car. It was a car. I understood it was just a car. It was, it was something to make my life easier to get me from A to B, to be safe for my son, stuff like that. You know, it, it, but I didn't think it was a source of my happiness. So therefore, once I got it, the happiness didn't diminish you know, two weeks later, because, it, you know, it was an expression. I was grateful that my source had provided me the means to get this car. So, you know, so it wasn't just about the car. It was about my gratitude was going to my source that was expressing itself through the car. And that's why it stayed. That's why I was capable of staying grateful for five years and then some until I got rid of it. How do we do that with relationships, with interpersonal relationships, with family, uh, loved ones, friends, significant others, you know, it's, it's, you know, we, we have to, you know, I always say, you know, go within all, all work is self-work, go within, go within, go within, start there. And this is basically the same as that. It's the same mentality. It's just coming at it from a different perspective. It's understanding that, you know, when we're in a relationship with somebody, it's very easy to get intoxicated by it. It's very easy because we're sitting there, right? And we're feeling lonely or, or um, just not real connected or something. Then all of a sudden we meet somebody, we get into a relationship with them. And all of a sudden we start experiencing this joy when we're around them. And sometimes that turns into a love. And joy is just kind of a version of love anyway. So, so we start experiencing this, this positive feedback within us. And it's, it's very easy to think that that person is the source of what we're feeling, which they are not. <laughs> you know, they, they are not the source of what we are feeling. They're just a good mirror. You know, when we're connecting, when we have the, the love we have within us, all love flows through us. So we have love within us. And then all of a sudden we start, we, we connect with somebody that's a good mirror for us. 
And so our joy, our love comes out of us and it hits that mirror and bounces back and we, we feel it. So it's, it's just, it's our own, we're experiencing our own love. We're not experiencing somebody giving us something that we didn't have before. We're experiencing the love that flows from our source through us out. And, and as it, as it comes through us and out, we're experiencing it. So that's the actual love that we're experiencing is, you know, if we think that's our source, I mean, wait until you get into an argument. I mean, now where'd your source go? You know, it's so I think that like the easiest way to kind of wrap your brain around this is is the the idea that the idea of consistency, like really that we have to have consistency. You know, we we can't the system can't be set up where, uh, you know, like everybody has to find that one person or everybody has to find the the correct type of person. And that person has to be at the correct place in their journey to connect with you. And you have to be in the right place of your journey to connect with them. And then if you have that, then you get to experience love. And if you don't, well, it sucks to be you. Thanks for playing. You don't get it like that. Who would, you know, what kind of loving creator would create a system like that. And, you know, I, I think it's easier coming in from a loving creator perspective here, but I mean, even if you don't, you know how I always say it's, even if you don't believe in a loving creator, what if there's just this self-centered universe that just wants its own expansion, whatever makes people feel good expands them because the universe wants to expand. So love is one of those things that makes people feel good. So it's, it's, it's an expansive energy. So the universe wants you to expand. So it expands. So it wants you to feel things like love that make you feel expansive. And we're not going to let half of our people down there on earth attain this because the system is broke. Because the universe isn't smart enough to figure out a system where everybody can have access to happiness. It can figure out entire universes and stars and black holes and freaking, you know, it, it can figure out immense, I, just our bodies, the way our bodies function is insane. It can figure all that out, but it can't figure out a system where all its parts has the possibility of expanding, <laughs> you know, like it, it, it's absurd. Of course, it has a, a system where we, we all have the ability to expand, you know. So if we all have the ability to expand, then it can't be based on external circumstances. It can't. Love, nothing that feels good can be based on our external circumstances because we live in an ever-changing reality. So we could never have it consistently. So we're like, oh, wonderful. Oh, crap day. Oh, I have it. Oh, I lost it. And we're, we're <laughs> our energy is constantly in flux. We, you know, that system doesn't work whether it's a loving creator that that just loves us and wants the best for us or if it's a self-expansive universe it doesn't it's a system that doesn't make any sense you know so there <laughs> <laughs> all right um yeah so uh 
what are ways to get back to source when you're, um, you know, off when you veered off course? Well, I think, you know, when we veered off course or almost every day, either way, it's the same answer because it's kind of like, because we just don't do it. I mean, look around the world, (laughs) you know, we don't do it. I mean, most people, just don't do it. They just, we just don't live like that. You know, we live through egoic senses primarily. And then some people, if they have time, squeeze in their connection to source on a Sunday, you know, if the kid doesn't have a soccer game, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) And they didn't burn the bacon, you know, in the morning. So it's like, it's, so really what it is, is it's about making a, making it a priority. And that's why I kind of wanted to explain it first. It's like, it's everything. It's literally everything. It's everything you want. It's every, you know, God is our source of love, peace, abundance, knowledge, creativity, everything. Anything that you want in your life is embodied in your source. So it's, so whatever you want more in, in, in your life of, it's just a matter of connecting the source. You know, my, uh, my business always expands the more I'm connected to my source because my source is my source of abundance. And my business is just the channel that my source uses to provide that abundance. Sometimes, sometimes it comes from other places, but you know, that's the main channel that it uses. But if I'm not connected to my source, then my business doesn't do well because I've just disconnected from my source of abundance. So it's, it doesn't matter what you want in life. And this is, that's why I like how uh, Eckhart Tolle recently did a uh, manifesting the video series or something. And um, so many people want things in their life and, so they focus on the law of attraction and it's just one law. And, and it's, there's always been something missing from the teachers in my opinion. And Tole nailed it and it's connect to source first, connect, connect to whatever the heck you think is out there. And once you're in that space, now your thinking changes. You don't sit there and you you don't go, oh, I want a car because it's going to make me happy. You might still want the car and you still might decide to manifest the car, but it's not because you think it's going to make you happy. It's, it's because it's an, an expression of joy in your life. And when you when you go to manifest something through that energy, now all of a sudden your manifestation is powerful. Because most people that manifest consistently, they can't figure out how it works. And these are the ones that do it consistently. I mean, (laughs) because they can't do it actually consistently. Semi-consistently is consistently for somebody manifesting. Nobody just manifests at will. And the reason that they don't is because if they're focused on manifesting, they're not focused on the source of everything, which is the true manifesting source. So they're just randomly putting stuff out with with mixed egoic messages, which really isn't that powerful. But if you connect to source first 
and then you manifest what you real you know th- there's a there's a earnest desire and and a um expansion aspect it's an alignment with source now and there's all the, that's now you're aligning with the energy that cr- literally created the universe so yeah it can get you a car <laughs> you know so you know so, so and if you that's the manifestation aspect and it's the same thing with the love if you want love then be love you know connect to that unconditional love that love that you can count on that love that's always there that's unconditional that's always and then get into a relationship and see how that how healthy that relationship is amazingly more healthy than if you do it the other way amazingly you know it's like night and day amazingly more healthy so whatever you want if you just make connection to source priority what do I, oh I, I i want my business to expand what should i do you should connect to source that's what you should do and then after that connect to source again and connect to source and then connect to source and then after you connected to source you should start connecting to source and then what's going to happen is as you're consistently connected to source you're going to be in alignment with divine wisdom. So if there's something that some action that you should take to expand your business, it's going to come right to you and through you, you know? So, and, and if there's something that you should, if there's somebody that you should meet that could enhance your life, you're going to be drawn to them. It's, you know, there's a perfect flow of life. And if we, that flows through us, and if we tap into that, we get everything we want. It's just we're so focused on getting what we want instead of focusing on how to get what we want. <laughs> and three quarters of the things that we think we want, we don't want. We don't care. It doesn't matter. Two days later, we're going to be like, eh, it was good. Are you happy you have it? Yeah. Does it make your life better? Like, no, nah, not really. <laughs> because it doesn't you know unless it's an expression of you and the only way you do that is if you're connected to source um is there any way to help others connect right so say that you you're you're doing pretty well at this but uh you have a friend a parent whatever that that could use this advice is there any way to help others no (laughs) (laughs) all right good night guys thank you Uh, there's your your life coach telling you that there's no way to help anybody other than yourself um no i mean if yeah you know have a conversation if they're ready then you know they they it's you know here's a common question that i get how do you know when people are ready it's so easy and People think it's so difficult and it's very, very easy because when you're talking to them about this stuff, are they receiving it? Are they saying, is it making sense to them? Are they opening to it or are they closing off to it? Are they resisting it? And it's, it's not like you don't have to be a guru to figure it out. You just, you just start having a conversation. And if every time you shut up, they go, yeah, but. I don't know. It sounds good, but I don't know about that. Then they're not ready. 
you know, it's fine. Okay, my bad. Just continue doing it your way because obviously it's working so well for you that we're even having this conversation. <laughs> you yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if you, you just have conversations like this, share this podcast with them. And if they think that I'm full of crap, then they're not ready, which is fine. Not, you know, not everybody's going to wake up to this. It's not going to jive. There was stuff, you know, even though I was awake, there was stuff 15 years ago that I was listening to that other teachers said that I said, absolutely no way. Uh, uh, false. Definitely not. And then a year later I listened to it again and I went, wow, they're right. I just wasn't ready to hear it. You know, so where, you know, just because somebody's not ready to hear it, you know, it feels like it's not right for them. Connecting the source is right for everyone. But not everybody's capable of doing that where they are. So, you know, so, yeah, it's just uh, like I do. What I usually do is I just have like kind of in my mind what I call like hypothetical conversations. I just kind of feel people out. I throw I don't I don't try diving into stuff with somebody to find out if they're ready. You know, just throw a few strands of spaghetti up against the wall. You don't have to throw the whole pot. (laughs) You know, just a few strands will do, (laughs) you know. And then you see if it sticks, you know, if this, if you throw a couple comments at them, you know, about, about, you know, everything coming through the divine and, uh, you know, just the idea, just the mentality that God is our source of everything, you know, like maybe start there because, you know, if you say, Hey, you know what you're doing wrong, (laughs) people the defenses go right up you know you know what you, you know what you should do that's a that's a good way to snap somebody's mind shut you know what you should do <laughs> um because then they're just getting ready for their rebuttal so but if you just take something abstract you know that doesn't have anything to do with them specifically and just start talking generally about god or a higher power or or the universe being our source of everything um and now other things are just like like jobs can be a channel in which that source uses to bring us abundance. But the source itself is is God, you know, and then your job is the channel. If that channel dries up or is gone, well, God will just find another channel. You didn't lose your source, so you don't have to get all fearful. You just start looking around and say, oh, I wonder which channel my source is going to choose next to bring abundance into my life. Start looking around. Then all of a sudden you find it. But often what people do is they panic. Oh, my God, I lost my source of income. No, you didn't. You lost your channel of income that your source was using. (laughs) Yeah. You still got your source, you know. So that's more foundational when we can anchor into the permanent stuff. I think that's the theme kind of with today, you know, like, well, I guess, I guess we touched on it in the beginning. It's, you know, when you're, when you're concerned with things that are eternal, that are consistent, that you can depend on, that's stuff coming from source into your soul through you. So when, you know, that's, that's what gives you the sense of safety sense of peace, sense of happiness, sense of love, 
all those abundance. It, it gives us all that stuff when we're connected to it. So just connect to it. And then you'll have all that stuff. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, it's it's a really simple topic. It's a really simple thought, but it's hard to execute. Yeah, In, it's, you know, so. Yeah, it, it is. It, it's, well, it's not even that hard to execute. It's just that we don't, man. It's our attention yeah. span is like, oh, you know, and I mean, I'm just as bad as everybody else. I'm a little ADHD Glenn bouncing off the wall. So, you know, like my attention can get grabbed by many things very easily. So I get it. It's just, you know, it. that's what I was just really feeling while I was riding my bike today. It's just like, man, stop letting attention get drawn elsewhere and just feel the connection just feel the connection like i can ride my bike like a lot of, when when i was riding my bike this is what i was getting i was riding it and i'm going like i you know sometimes i get distracted by things and i was riding my bike so i'm like yeah like in this situation sometimes i'm riding my bike and i think to myself what should i be doing like my mind starts thinking about something and i recognize that it's thinking about something so i go what should i be doing and my answer usually is something like I should be enjoying the bike ride. I should be enjoying the fresh air and the animals that I see and, and the plants. And I should be really enjoying this because I'm out in nature and I should enjoy nature. And today I was like, no, wrong answer. Eh, thanks for playing. <laughs> you know? No, you shouldn't be trying to enjoy nature. What you should be doing is connecting to source. Because when you're connected to source, then you enjoy nature. So stop putting the external before the internal, you know? So, so I was just connecting to source. And then when I was really feeling the love in my heart and stuff, all of a sudden my head lifts up and I start looking around and, and I start enjoying nature through the energy of, the, of connectedness. And I can enjoy it more that way truly you know so if we do everything like that what do i need to do i need to take action for my business no you don't you need to connect to source spend a few minutes connecting to source and then get still and say now what should i do it's marketing feels right okay i'll google how to market my life coaching business and try to stay connected while I'm doing this and try to stay connected. So if, if we can first get connected and then try to act out of that connectedness, then we're doing everything in the energy of love and it's much more productive. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, this was a good one, man. Yeah. Um, where can people find you if they want help or they want to buy the book or anything like that? Um, probably glenambrose.com Glenn with two N's. <laughs> um, yeah, just check out my website. Everything's there, you know, even prices for, um, one-on-one -on -one coaching if I'm accepting clients at the moment. So, um, yeah, check it out. Get the book. The book's doing well. Please leave reviews. The book's doing really well. I'm seeing the numbers rise. Um, not a lot of reviews yet, though. So if you could leave a review for the book, that'd be great. Um, I've got a course and 
uh, lives every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern on my Facebook and YouTube pages. Um, and all that info is right on my website. So check it out, glennambrose.com. Thanks for listening, everybody. And thank you, Ben. And we will talk with you soon. Glenn is available for life coaching sessions. To book an appointment or for more information, go to glennambrose.com, follow him on Facebook and Twitter, or click the link in the description of this episode.